It's the Kim Munson Show, analyzing the most important story. That seems to me like government is establishing a religion. The latest in politics and world affairs. If you give people rights, women's rights, gay rights, whatever, there can't be equal rights if there's special rights. Today's current opinions and ideas. Surveys show that, that people still really prefer freedom versus force. Is it freedom or is it force? Let's have a conversation. Indeed. Let's have a conversation. And welcome to the Kim Munson Show. Thank you so much for joining us. You're each treasured. You're valued. You have purpose. Today, strive for excellence. Take care of your heart, your soul, your mind, and your body. My friends, we were made for this moment. Thank you to the team I work with. That's producer Steve, producer Luke, Zach, Patty, Keith, Charlie, Echo, all the people here at Crawford Broadcasting. Happy Tuesday, producer Steve. Back at you. What is it? May sixteenth. It is May sixteenth. That it is. Uh, seems like just yesterday it was May first. It seems like it was just January first. Uh, when the world's on fire, boy, time goes really quickly. Steve. <laughs> That's a good way to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Check out my website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter. We typically only send out one email each week, so we do not inundate your inbox. But that way you'll very quickly see all of our upcoming guests as well as our most recent essays. You can email me at Kim at Kim Munson dot com. And, of course, I'm going to do the, the disclaimer. I am behind on those. That has been my nemesis, and I am going to get that under control. As you know, Steve, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be uh, going on location. Well, I guess not on location. I'll be away from the studio, but I will be broadcasting at a different location starting tomorrow. Yes, and we're going to test the uh, the, uh, the uh, efficiency of their internet. Yes, yes, we will. That is uh, so. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. But I hope to have some time to just really get through these messages because I really do care about all of you. As as many of you know, uh, Kurt Gerwitz, young guy, he said, Kim, maybe you should have Chat GPT help you with your emails and all. And I'm like. I'd rather be behind and have me respond than some AI thing. And so that's, uh, that's my disclaimer, and I'll be working on that. But uh, So you can email me at kim at kimmunson.com. The text line is 720-605-0647. And thank you to all of you who support us. We are in an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you shouldn't have to force people to do it. And my friends, it's not compassionate. Uh, typically, the radical activists left in order to take your rights or your property. They, they want to do this out of compassion. We're taking this to help someone else. Well, um, actually, that's not the proper role of government or bureaucrats, but it's never compassionate to take other people's rights, property, freedom, livelihood, opportunity, or lives. And force comes in a variety of different ways. It could be a weapon, policy, unpredictable and excessive taxation, fear, coercion, or government-induced inflation. Of course, then we see this World Economic Forum, Davos Globalist Elites, Davos Men uh, agenda, where there's the elites and the haves and the have-nots, which that's how it's been throughout history. That's what's so unique about the American idea is when you have individual rights, everyday people can thrive and and prosper. And so there is an assault on the middle class like you wouldn't believe, Producer Steve. And you can't have both. It's what we're witnessing right now. Right. Everything you just laid laid out there, I'm thinking, well, you know, 
if, if individual rights are, are thriving, then you know you don't have this issue with force. Well, individual rights are not thriving. As a matter right. of fact, they're going the other direction. Right, and right. What, you know, uh, nature abhors a vacuum. What comes rushing in to take their place? Oh, you sound so like my father. Uh-huh. My father said that if you uh, don't fill your heart with Christ, then something else will come in. And he's av- so you sound like my dad. Well, you know, I ask you this often when something good pops out of that community newspaper that lands in our driveway since we I have, don't read it. Well, there is something in there I would call your attention to. It's okay. very well done because she, um, she's, uh, I forget her title, she's with the, uh, oh, geez, Colorado Community Media, the organization that produces the, right. the paper. And uh, I guess she's the editor, but she's noting the people who are leaving Colorado and the reasons why. And she even has the wherewithal to point the fingers at the Dem because she's been closely following the legislative uh, session for the last several months. And she's calling out all the, the goofy games that were being played. Really? And the outcome, and she says, yeah, people are leaving this state. I I know I seem somewhat incredulous because I've had years of experience with uh, Colorado community media, which uh, typically uh, it is uh, shades to the left, if you will. And so I guess I'll have to look that. But, you know, to that point, uh, because of that, uh, they pretty well lost credibility with me. And so I typically have not read it, so I will have to have to pull that out. I have a hard time reading it because they're grandstanding for that city that they're you know that you live in. Uh, but th- this one was good, and okay. I immediately ran to the computer and sent her an email thanking her for you know. Well, good for you. Calling it the way it was. Good for you. Okay, I will look that up, Steve. And um, oh, so, people leaving the state. If you're leaving the state, and you're going to sell your house, then you certainly need to call Karen Levine, uh, Remax Realtor. She's the person to help you out with that. Producer Steve. In fact, she and Lauren Levy are going to be our featured guests in the second hour. Yeah, and I, and I, I talked to Lauren to make sure he's got his final thoughts lined up. <laughs> that is that inside joke that we have. And uh, actually, this show is brought to you by uh, Laramie Energy and Karis Oil and & Gas. And we've, over the last few years, talked about how natural hydrocarbons have made our lives better, how we thrive, we flourish, and it makes us healthier. And uh, so we will be talking with... Uh, Bob Boswell, who's the CEO of Laramie Energy here in the first hour. So looking forward to that. Lots of headlines that I pulled. And first of all, I I will give you the quote, then I'll tell you why. Uh, I, the quote is Martha Stewart. And she's an American retail businesswoman, writer, and television personality. As founder of Martha, Martha Stewart Living Omnimedia, Focusing on home and hospitality, she gained success through a variety of business ventures, encompassing publishing, broadcasting, merchandising, and e-commerce, and um, insider trading, too? Was that? No, that's not in there, is it? (laughs) But she was born in 1940. Well, goodness, they send her to prison, and yet Congress can do inside training. What's wrong with that picture? Huh? She's probably asking the same question. Well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, okay. And she's probably not a Hillary Clinton fan either, but, you know, okay, let's not go there. Okay. Anyway, she said this, I love the challenge of starting at zero every day and seeing how much I can accomplish. I love that because that's what happens. We all start at zero every day. Oh, then this segues right into my my dad and uh, another quote from him. We all have 24 hours in a day 
Uh, it's up to us, uh, our choices, what we do with that. And, of course, then this was my big aha is that is where the equity is, is every one of us has 24 hours in a day, and we get to choose what we do with that. Now, the Marxists want to say that at the end of the day that we are all have equal outcomes. But the American idea says, ah, you have 24 hours in a day, and you have the freedom to do, to do with it what you want. And you can reap the benefits. You, ha- you um, have to suffer the consequences. And that is the beauty of liberty, the responsible exercise of freedom. Boy, I've sounded like a mom the last two days, haven't I? I guess it was Mother's Day. I guess I'll bring out my inner mom. Maybe you're just segueing to your word of the day. Okay, let's get right over here to that. I can say this. Ubiquitous. Okay, you know what? This is going to be really good for me, this word of the day, because I need to be practicing these things on the way in. But what this says, this is being or seeming to be everywhere at the same time, omnipresent, existing or being everywhere or in all places, omnipresent and being everywhere at once. Uh, I remember this. My mother told me she knew what I was doing even if she wasn't around. I was a little kid. And uh, this was back when we had clotheslines. She was, uh, don't you say a word, she was hanging clothes on the line. And she said, I know what you're doing even if I can't see you. I said, really? And so I stuck my tongue out at her. She, was, her, she had her back to me. She goes, I saw that. <laughs> so uh, my mother was ubiqu- ubiquitous. Can you say that? You're going to trash it for me. I can say it now with your struggling, and now I'm going to blow it. Ubiquitous. (laughs) Okay, thank you, Steve. uh, It's a great word to use when describing uh, good mothers. Okay, that's uh, that's for sure. So let's get over here to Martha Stewart. Uh, Martha Stewart is um, modeled in the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. Uh, She's 81 years old, and I guess good for her, but... I was a little surprised at that. And then, uh, if uh, Sports Illustrated hadn't gone further, far enough with that, they said, hold my, uh, hold my Bud Light, because they put a transgender uh, guy on the, in as a Sports Illustrated swimsuit model as well. What do you think? We're going to see how good a sport Martha really is, because I just can't see that uh, really setting well with her. But, you know, if there was enough money in it, I guess maybe she doesn't care. You know, I I have a feeling. I th- I've always thought that she leaned to the left politically. I don't know why I think that, but I think that she, so. She's probably okay with that. But what we're seeing once again then is the um, the erasure erasure of young women. Uh, so we're putting men in women's sports, and then what? I mean, how many? People, I have many guys I know used to get Sports Illustrated just for the swimsuit edition, and now they're putting in an 81 year old woman and a trans guy. I mean, uh, good for Martha Stewart, but I'm not sure that uh, that's going to up the sales of Sports Illustrated. I could be wrong. I could be wrong, Steve. Who knows? No comment. Uh, we get to have these really important conversations. This is an important. Actually, it really is an important conversation. And that is, is the undercutting the erasure, erasure of young women. I, and uh, not appreciating young, beautiful women, uh, which is really what the Sports Illustrated 
swimsuit model or a swimsuit edition did. And, uh, of course, most women in the world looked at it and thought, oh, gosh, I can never look like that. But uh, anyway, I find that just just really kind of sad. An 81-year-old woman and a trans guy in, this, in, in the uh, swimsuit edition. Well, it's the erosion of anything that you know, has become you know, staple or you know, the things that in our culture that make it unique, the things that make our culture our culture. And we've got to find ways to erode that. And that's exactly what they're doing. And I tell you, young women, fathers, mothers, grandparents, we need to be standing up for our young women and our young boys. Because when you have a a man dressing up as a woman, uh, that is also an assault upon our young boys becoming men. And so we uh, must stand for both our young men and our young women. And we have these conversations because of great sponsors. And one of those is the Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance Team. And, in fact, Roger's going to be in a little bit later. We're going to do some recording. And uh, I've been over to the the agency, and it runs like a well-oiled machine. And uh, I love that about all of my sponsors is they all strive for excellence. And the Roger Mangan team is no exception and just very impressed with them and very pleased to have them as one of my sponsors. Rosie's doing it. So is Yvonne. Same with Lori. Michelle's been at it since February of last year. Jody started the year before that. And guess what? They're all saving by doing so. What's that? Oh, the doing part? They're using the Drive Safe and Save app from State Farm. Then they're saving up to 30% and more on their auto insurance. How about you? Are you ready to get at it and save? Call Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance at 303-795-8855. Don't delay. Call Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance at 303-795-8855 today. Stay up to date on issues in public health and science by signing up and reading Dr. James Lyons-Weiler's latest articles at Popular Rationalism on Substack. Find more information about Popular Rationalism at KimMunson.com. It's Colorado. We want warm homes in the winter and cool, comfortable homes in the summer. Johnny Stubbs Services is the heating and air conditioning company to call to ensure that your heating and cooling systems run efficiently and last for years. Johnny Stubbs Services team of experts provide proper guidance to help you make informed decisions about your heating and cooling needs. Kim Munson highly recommends Johnny Stubbs Services. Schedule your air conditioning check before summer arrives at johnnystubbservices.com and receive a great gift. That's johnnystubbservices.com. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter, and you can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We are an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you shouldn't have to force people to do it. Check out the website. Did I say that or not? I'm, uh, I'm just running through. I was I, My mind is going to a different place. But first of all, we were talking about... Beautiful girls, and that makes me think of Hooters restaurants. They have been a great sponsor of the show for a number of years of both the Kim Munson Show and America's Veteran Stories. Now I got to know them. It was it's a story about freedom and free markets and capitalism. And I have to tell you, Steve, as I look back now when I was on city council, this was before COVID. This was 2015, and it was even then that we had the radical activist feminists that were attempting to to. Um, uh, undercut, erase our young women 
And uh, that's really kind of what this whole story is about. And so they've been great sponsors of the show. They have uh, great specials um, Monday through Friday, lunch and happy hour. They um, uh, have, uh, let's see, Wednesdays are Wings Day, and they have five locations, Loveland, Aurora, Lone Tree, Westminster, and Colorado Springs. Great place to get together to watch the Nuggets. You said you've got an update for me on the Nuggets and the basketball playoffs. All right. Well, the conference uh, finals start tonight at 630, Game 1, and that's obviously with the L.A. Lakers. Game 2 will be Thursday. Game 3 will be Saturday. And a great place to watch the game is Hooters Restaurants. And if you want to learn about the story uh, of freedom and free markets and capitalism, that is at my website. Uh, Next uh, headline I'd like to go to, and that is, I could not believe this. Joe Biden, first of all, I do want to congratulate him this weekend when he uh, was riding around on his bicycle while we were being being invaded uh, at the southern border. Uh, He didn't fall off. And so I want to congratulate him on that. I wondered if that's what you were going to say. And so you just say, I want to congratulate him. It's like, ah, uh, for not falling off his bike. Yeah. You and I, we've been working together for too long now that you can read my mind, huh? He's probably been practicing, though, in private. Yeah. Actually, they probably photoshopped out the training wheels, right? Oops. Gosh, I can't. Ooh, I'm getting a little snarky today. But, you know, so first of all, I find it interesting. You mentioned it yesterday that... Uh, the reports are is that the the surge at the border has subsided a bit, and I'm like, this is so interesting. I wonder why that happened. And I I've got to think I'm getting so cynical now. Is that all these non governmental organizations that are down in Central America organizing all of these migrant uh, trains to come up to the border realize from a political standpoint that as uh, Title Forty Two was expiring and Biden didn't do anything about it, that there would be this big surge and that there would be this big, that that the mainstream media would not be able to not look at it. Ah, I'm connecting this dot. The mainstream media would not be able to ignore it. And so people would be seeing that that don't watch anything else but mainstream media. So I, I think that they probably are working together to subside that for right now. And uh, then Biden, of course, gets is riding his bike, doesn't seem that concerned about it. They should be down there seeing what's going on. But he doesn't really care. And when he says for his reelection that they're going to finish the job, I'm concerned he means we're going to finish the job of an invasion of America, Steve. I wonder if maybe, uh, you know, there's a lot of, uh, what you say, in, in the communication channels that we don't know about it, the some of the blue states who don't seem to have any problems with this are, are crying uncle to the feds and saying we've had enough. Consider this headline uh, regarding, uh, you know, on Fox homepage, Broke Blue State Considers Taxpayer Cash Handout Worth $365 million to Illegal Immigrants as Crossing Surge. Which state? California. Oh, well, that segues greatly into this uh, headline that I have. And that is California revenue could drop by $11 billion more than Newsom's forecast. Uh, The state is in dire straits. It's such a beautiful state, and my gosh, to run it into the ground. But Denver is such a beautiful city, and it's getting run into the ground as well. But San Francisco, uh, my neighbor just uh, had sent me the headline that Nordstrom is closing its stores in downtown San Francisco. And I used to go out to San Francisco. It used to be a beautiful place. And it's going to be a ghost town. A uh, third world country is is what it's becoming. 
was it uh, I asked you last week. I thought it might have been Verizon. You said, no, it was T-Mobile. T-Mobile uh, closed their flagship store in the middle of San Francisco. But for all, And the reasons are the same. No foot traffic. And, and crime. And the people who are there don't stay long because they don't feel safe. Right. Right. Isn't that one of the... the uh the things that well and this is the problem though when we say that one of the things that government is supposed to do is to keep us safe uh i think we mean uh, to prevent to where we have safe neighborhoods where we do not have crime but the pbis then took that keeping us safe and they um they morphed that into everybody had to have a jab to be safe so we have to be so careful about the language that we use but so i'm going to say that they uh, that uh the government is to have law and order, and the law and order is supposed to be based upon the Constitution and also this vision that all men are created equal with these rights from God of life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. And so with all this that's going on, Steve, people are paying attention. I, how can you be in San Francisco and not be pay, being, paying attention to what's going on there? That's exactly where I'm going. I'm saying we're thinking, where is the backlash for all this when people realize, you know, if they're, you know, just average Joes but hardworking and just want a safe environment and they don't have it anymore then where where does the backlash begin well people what happens people start to move with their feet and more and more people are the the earners are going to be moving out of of California so the deficits will be even greater and then Newsom's going to be going to the federal government which is this is never how this experiment was supposed to be each state could make these decisions and if California wants to make decisions that put them in a very difficult situation they have to be responsible for that but instead what they'll be doing is going to the federal government and asking for taxpayer dollars and then asking for the government the federal government to prevent to print more dollars uh, which uh, is basically mortgaging our children's and our grandchildren's futures for their bad decisions. This is so dysfunctional. Uh, I guess that's going to be a whole new word. We need to call this what this is. How they talk about sustainability all the time. We need to s- explain what this really is. It's being dysfunctional. That's where the exponential disgust and contempt might actually start. When people in the other 49 states realizes that realize that some of their federal tax dollars are going to help California. Mm-hmm. Are they going to be happy about that? No. So well, stay tuned on that. So one other state that is in the toity, and that is Illinois. As, uh, and the headline here, uh, this is from MSN.com. Chicago's richest man is moving his $22 billion company to Florida, citing crime as the main consideration. Then going to another headline from MSN.com, violent Mother's Day weekend in Chicago ahead of new progressive mayors swearing in. I think when I looked at that particular piece, 21 people were killed in Chicago. I think uh, there were at least 21 incidents. I think it was 21 people, but it was pretty significant. And boy, you don't hear anything about mass shootings in Chicago right now. Did you, did you see anything along that line, Steve? No, I think our our attention is trying to they're trying to deflect it to other places, but you you know it's happening. Yes, it is happening. It is happening. Okay, we do need to mention the Durham report that just came out. Boy, you you would think it would be thorough after it took this long to finally have that come out and says that the uh, FBI this was let's see from USA today. FBI Russia probe was flawed. 
but already overhauled those policies. Of course, that's what they're going to say. Uh, I don't. I, don't, I think that the, there needs to be a, a good cleaning out of the top people at the FBI, Steve. I get it. I mean, <laughs> you got to laugh or or you would cry. But the uh, the official representing the FBI says the conduct in 2016 and 2017 that special counsel Durham examined was the reason that the FBI, uh, the current FBI leadership already implemented dozens of corrective action, actions. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, right. Uh, sorry that I seem cynical on that. But uh, what, what's going to be the answer to this? Very possibly that, that um, affected the uh, election moving forward into 2020. Uh, so what's going to happen with that? I, I don't know. We live in such an interesting time. Uh, one of my buddies that I'm going to be traveling with, I was talking to her yesterday. She said, we are living at an amazing time. And amazing and interesting. It might be scary. Who knows what's occurring? That's why we search for truth and clarity, because we have to make sure that we stand on foundational principles, that we've got our feet on bedrock, because I think that uh, it is going to get a bit rocky right now, Producer Steve. I would add to that list, would you say amazing, interesting, I would add perilous to that list. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it could be. Because of very poor policy decisions that have been made over the years. And that brings up one other headline that I wanted to mention, and that is, this is a headline from Reuters, that U.S. House Republicans raise deep concern on TikTok content decisions. And I understand that, but as we know, the bipartisan TikTok bill that is in Congress uh, is uh, much more far-reaching than TikTok. And in fact, it might be the Patriot Act on steroids. And while we may not be pleased with the Chinese influence on TikTok, we have to make sure that we do not give up a whole bunch of our liberties because of the concern on that. And my gosh, if... If those in Congress were really concerned about China's influence, there's a lot of other places that they need to start versus using that to take away more and more freedom of our citizens, which which my understanding is, is some of the things they're kicking around is that it could really start to um, uh, censor our, our activities on the Internet and our Internet content. Uh, it could be very perilous, to use your word. That might be, we'll have to use that as a word for, for the day. I can say that one, perilous. But the uh, show comes to you because of wonderful sponsors. And uh, one of those great sponsors is Dr. Craig Stimson. Uh, he is a chiropractor. He is an expert in helping with sports injuries and nutrition and joint pain and headaches. And he's helped me, and I'm so pleased to have him as a sponsor. Pain can be exhausting and frustrating, and Kim was recently experiencing hip pain from life's wear and tear. Dr. Craig Stimson with Advantage Wellness Center was able to help. For over 35 years, Dr. Craig Stimson has been helping individuals and their entire families with non-surgical and drugless treatments to address sports injuries, back and neck pain, headaches, joint pain, and auto accident injuries. Call Dr. Craig at 303-691-1771 today for your appointment. Dr. Craig Stimson, he can help you too. That number is 303-691-1771. There are always opportunities in changing markets, and the Metro real estate market is no exception. 
That is why you need to work with seasoned REMAX Alliance realtor Karen Levine when you buy your home, sell your home, consider the opportunities of a new build, or explore investment properties. Rising interest rates are spurring creativity, innovation, and opportunity in the real estate and mortgage markets. Kim Munson highly recommends award-winning REMAX realtor Karen Levine. Call Karen Levine today at 303-877-7516 for answers to all your real estate questions. That's 303-877-7516. You'd like to get in touch with one of the sponsors of The Kim Munson Show, but you can't remember their phone contact or website information. Find a full list of advertising partners on Kim's website, kimmunson.com. That's Kim, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. Welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. I'm Kim Munson. Be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter and you can email me at Kim at Kim Munson dot com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We are an independent voice and we search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you should not have to force people to do it. Uh, wanted to mention the Center for American Values located right here in Pueblo, Colorado. You can find them at American Values Center. Org. And uh, they do a, whole, a variety of, whole, uh, of different things, but one of those is uh, they have a value speaker series, which last week uh, they actually unveiled the portrait and quote of David Bellavia, who is a Medal of Honor recipient for actions he took in the Iraq War. He was there. I met him and I actually emceed the event. And it is so important what they're doing there. They do a number of educational programs for educators, home educators, uh, for our kids. And they're getting a whole bunch of this stuff online. And it is because they are focusing on our great American ideals of honor, integrity, and patriotism. You can get more information at Center AmericanValueCenter.org. On the line with me is Bob Boswell. You know him. He is the CEO of Laramie Energy. And thank you to Laramie Energy and Karis Oil & Gas for their sponsorship of this show. And we started this project as health and hydrocarbons. And it seems like a no-brainer that people would understand how natural occurring hydrocarbons have made our lives better because of efficient, affordable, abundant, and reliable energy. And it's under assault from a public policy standpoint, which is hard to believe. So welcome, Bob Boswell. Good morning, Kim. It is great to have you. And you're in the natural gas business. Uh, we've got a, 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 a reserves of a lot of natural gas that uh, we could drill, explore, and develop to help people. Public policy, though, both here in Colorado and at the national level, has made it more difficult. And uh, I, I'm, I'm perplexed by that in some ways, Bob Boswell. What's your thoughts? Well, I think it's predominantly a political move. Uh, they've taken climate change as a element of catastrophe as opposed to an impact that uh, mankind's having on the climate, which is, is not large, it's small, and it's uh, over time uh, it's something that can be addressed quite easily. I'm not a climate change denier, but I do understand the physics of climate change and the elements that are associated with uh, the forecasts that have been made. And it's something that's more of a 2050 problem than a crisis uh, before 2030. 
unfortunately, uh, it's been used as a kind of a political tool to make policy changes um, and to uh, drive certain uh, political uh, elements in more and more into power. And it's just increased regulation, which is unnecessary. It's most of it, it is punitive and, and instead of being more of an incentive for innovation and those types of elements which could uh, you know, further improve the effects of the use of hydrocarbons and other uh, energy technologies which underwrite the basic economy of our country and countries around the world. Well, it is, as I say, perplexing. And I, uh, I watched all the legislation that was coming through here in Colorado, and there were some very... Uh, onerous bills that were proposed, and some of them have have passed. What's your your overview of this last legislative session? From again, when we talk about reliable, efficient, abundant, and affordable energy. Well, again, I think it's it's more politically driven. It's not driven by facts or science. And we had one bill that was introduced a week before the end of the legislative system, which was. Uh, onerous uh, would have probably uh, completely uh, eliminated oil and gas development in Colorado, and that's the HB 1294 bill by Senator, I guess, Bacon, who uh, introduced this bill, which would uh, further uh, require very complicated uh, reporting of uh, emissions, not only in oil and gas, but uh, across broader industries. Uh, in the, uh, the dairy industry, the brewing industry, and a number of these other industries. It was opposed by the Colorado Chamber of Commerce, by the Denver Chamber of Commerce. Uh, common sense uh, policies uh, need to be implemented, but we already have them. Uh, and it's regulators doing what they do best is over-regulating. Uh, we've had the Clean Power Act, which affected uh, uh, utilities, We've had the uh, GHG, Greenhouse Gas Reduction Act, these things that have been in place, where we're already doing reporting, and this would layer not only more on that, but also put in an element of restrict uh, personal driving choices uh, for people commuting back and forth to work. Totally, uh, yeah. uh, you know, taking over uh, uh, personal choices, which is not a role of the government. We're supposed to have a democracy where we elect people that represent us, not people that try to rule us. Right. And there's uh, really been an ideological, this is, that's what I saw from this uh, last legislative session, is it was driven by ideology versus representing the people. And uh, there were over uh, almost 700 bills that were proposed this last legislative session, and I don't think we really need another law. I think we need to start to be rolling these things back to uh, empower every everyday people with freedom. But some there's goofy stuff that's happening on the national level as well. And Jennifer Granholm, um, let's see, she's with the Department of Energy, right? Am I remembering that correctly? She came came out and, and said that they want to get rid of gas-powered stoves. And now there's a war on dishwashers. These are all things that make people's lives better. I, I, just, I just almost can't believe it, Bob. Well, it's just overreach again and taking away personal choices. They even want to eliminate gas-fired lawnmowers. So that's the extent of this and how uh, egregious it is uh, against people's personal choices. Um, And the cost associated with 
people not uh, uh, using gas, uh, you know, stoves, um, dishwashers, and those sorts of things is uh, uh, is significant. And people are taking away people's choices, and that's, I think, something that these people don't understand that are now uh, currently in in power and re- and they're just trying to overregulate us. And it's you know the U.S. has brought down. Uh, emissions since uh, I think it's 2013 by over 20 percent. Um, you know, while we're the problem is not necessarily in the U.S. We're what three to four hundred million people. While the population of the Earth is now eight billion, and it's uh, China, which is a huge, you know, very large population. India, where they're still um, you know, burning uh, not only fossil fuels but um, you know dung which is a form of, of uh, organic material, but burning organic material at a much greater re- level, much greater uh, impact, uh, yet uh, they are, uh, they're continuing to, uh, to actually build their uh, coal power plants and things of that nature, uh, while the U.S. has been really restricting it, and we're making it uh, more and more uh, uh, onerous on production in this, uh, in this country of clean, reliable uh, fuels, um, by over legislating, um, and that's going to make us eight things more expensive, and it's going to make us uh, less competitive on the, on a world basis uh, from an economic viewpoint. And Bob, we do this show, Health and Hydrocarbons, because I think everyday people take for granted just what hydrocarbons have provided for us. Uh, one of our, our essayists and a frequent guest on the show is Rick Turnquist, and uh, he'd written a really important piece, and I'll tell you, uh, on Facebook, we've gotten, there's been a lot of, uh, a lot of action, uh, both for and against, and he wrote this piece, The Role of Fossil Fuels, and he did this in honor of Earth Day this year, and he's written a number of different pieces regarding hydrocarbons. But he went through, and it's a list that I'm, I'm not quite, let's see, let's see, this is from RankinEnergy.com. I've seen this before. Just a list of just basic things that we use every day that have petroleum, uh, some kind of petroleum-based product in it. And it is just, thing, I mean, I think you and I talked about it. If we did not have... Uh, hydrocarbons. Basically, we would be sitting on a wooden chair, maybe with our underwear on, except there's elastic probably in our underwear. So that would be uh, up for for um, conversation as well. But everything that that makes our lives better and better, or almost everything, has some kind of a, a petroleum-based product in it, Bob. Well, that's true. I mean, um, if you look at you know the world's population, I mentioned is 8 billion people, and how do you feed these? And the biggest component of that's fertilizer. Seventy percent of the fertilizer is made from natural gas. So you start taking away the supply of natural gas, you uh, affect the ability of, to uh, supply the world with uh, um, with uh, food. Um, we're on, you know the agricultural industry is under attack right now. They're wanting to convert them to electric tractors. And, uh, and uh, also, you know, try to eliminate uh, the emissions from the basic growing of food. And that's uh, the agricultural industries uh, estimated to uh, uh, provide about 30% of the hydrocarbon emissions right now. So they're going after that, which is going to affect cost of food. It's going to affect food production. Um, they don't understand photosynthesis. Planting of plants, they absorb uh, CO2 and convert it into hydrogen, and that's 
CO2's natural fertilizer for agriculture. So uh, it's it's a uh, malaise that's uh, you know d- driven by, as you said, ideology as opposed to fact and science. And it's it's uh, the zealots who are trying to pass uh, regulations. I think it's this power that they have once they're elected that they uh, uh, they think they're doing the right thing, which actually they're hurting us. And they, it's based on ideology as opposed to facts and science. Bob, it's interesting you would mention that because uh, as I'm the all-volunteer organization the pre- and I'm the president of the Colorado Union of Taxpayers, which meant that I, I basically put my eyeballs on every piece of legislation that was there. And I, I think that there's two things that's going on. I think that there are legislators who I'm going to say that they're – they're um, naive that they have this this ideology they they really do believe that the world will be a better place if they push whatever it is they're pushing but i also think that there are those that may be above them that are pulling the strings on all of this and uh I, I I've figured out that these legislators really do not write the legislation that they bring forward. That in fact, uh, there are those with um, agendas that shop this to different legislators. They may look at somebody and say, "Oh, this person. It appears they're very concerned about X, and so we will see if they will run this particular piece of legislation." So I think there's the ideological kind of naive component and then i think that there's some real puppeteers on this as well what do you think well it certainly seemed that way i mean if you look at not only uh laced oil and gas development but uh if you look at what's happening at our border the you know the number of people we've had to come across and 70 percent of those have been uh, i guess provided transportation to red states uh, there is a puppeteer on this and these um, the, um, we've had over six million people, I think, come across the border um, since the current administration in Washington was elected. Uh, there is a crisis at the border. Uh, it's largely ignored by the uh, uh, by the mass media, and, uh, and it's having significant impacts. Uh, that's you know uh, an issue there. Uh, climate change is a longer term consideration. We're doing a lot of good things. We're trying to use punishment as opposed to incentive to make changes and it's uh, it's making things more complex and less productive and i do think there you know there is a there is a uh, i don't know if you call it a puppeteer but there is certainly a a, a movement that's uh, uh, broadly accepted across a number of uh, a number of different uh, uh, areas in this country that uh, has been working against us and it's all to my is somewhat like the world economic uh, form that wants to uh, uh, really just increase and in centralize power, which we've seen has not worked uh, in m- multiple uh, countries around the world over time. Now, exactly. I'm talking with Bob Boswell. He is the CEO of Laramie Energy. We're talking about how hydrocarbons have made our lives better and uh, made them healthier and uh, reliable, efficient, affordable, and abundant energy. We've taken it for granted, but there's been a real public policy assault upon that. And so that's why we need to speak truth into these issues, and that's why we we do the show. And uh, another great sponsor of the show is Roots Medical, and uh, they are uh, also uh, co-founders of Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom. 
Hey folks, Matthew Dark here with exciting news about COVID justice and how you can be involved in this critical moment in history. Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom in conjunction with covidpenalty.com is leading the way in protecting everyone's legal right to refuse an investigational new drug. There is no law that can force you to participate in medical research and we need your help in bringing these lawsuits to fruition. To donate and view impending lawsuits, visit coloradomedicalfreedom.com. That's coloradomedicalfreedom.com. Knowledge is power. A reverse mortgage can be an important financial tool for individuals 62 and older. It is essential to understand the process so that all your questions are answered. With nearly 20 years in the mortgage industry, Lauren Levy with Polygon Financial Group has the experience to answer your questions. Lauren understands that each financial transaction is personal. If you'd like to explore your options on a reverse mortgage, remodel your home, buy a rental property, or move, call Lauren Levy at 303-880-8881. Kim Munson highly recommends Lauren Levy for all your mortgage needs. Call Lauren at 303-880-8881. You want to be proactive about protecting your home and family in light of high crime and uncertain times. You need to go to Franktown Firearms. As a family-owned and family-friendly gun store and range, Franktown Firearms invites you to train and learn together. They want you and your family to be safe and confident in using the firearms you purchase. And while most ranges will teach you to shoot down a straight line, Franktown offers a more tactical approach where you're walking, ducking, drawing, in more realistic scenarios, and always with safety as a top priority. Training your family to defend themselves is an important process. You need a patient and experienced trainer to work with. Franktown Firearms offers group classes, one-on-one training, and special shooting events like Tactical Fun Night to improve your skill and have fun while you're at it. Visit klzradio.com slash franktown and schedule your family's training today. Franktown Firearms, where friends are made. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter, and you can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We are an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you shouldn't have to force people to do it. Uh, and did want to mention the USMC Memorial Foundation. As you know, it's a nonprofit that I dearly love because of all the work that I do with America's Veterans Stories. And uh, they are raising money for the remodel of the um, memorial out at Sixth and Colfax. And one of the ways you can support them is to buy a brick to honor your military service or your loved one's military service. It is a lovely gift for Father's Day. And uh, you can get more information by going to USMC Memorial foundation.org that's usmc memorial foundation.org bob boswell's on the line and thank you to laramie energy and caris oil and gas for their sponsorship of the show and bob when we first started this project we were talking about third world countries how hydrocarbons natural naturally occurring hydrocarbons have made people's lives better in third world countries particularly for women because uh, in when people are just subsisting, they have to they have to go get water, they have to go get um, uh, fuel that could be dung, it could be firewood, which uh, dung and firewood actually emit um, quite a bit of pollution into the air, and that once hydrocarbons are introduced into these economies, it frees up women and men to do other things. Bob. 
Well, yeah, that's exactly right. A lot of it surrounds power generation. Power generation, uh, the most efficient use uh, is through the burning of coal or natural gas. Uh, and with that, you can put power plants in and provide electricity into these rural areas, remote areas in different parts of the world, which for the first time with electricity, they can run uh, different uh, tools and implements that uh, makes life easier, particularly uh, for women. Uh, you know, just the provision of water where you get, women aren't having to carry it uh, back and forth to their their homes, their huts, their villages makes a makes a huge difference in these people's uh, lives. So, and you know, the use of uh, tractors and farming in the, some of these third worlds makes a big difference on to be able to provide food uh, for the families. You know, if you look in the United States, 80% of our energy, uh, power and electrical grid is uh, performed by uh, uh, the use of burn of coal or natural gas. Um, and uh, you mentioned earlier that uh, the petrochemicals and other things that are derived from oil and natural, natural gas uh, uh, comprise a large part of the different elements we use in everyday life. And that's you know, that's that's exactly right. And I mentioned the fertilizer element. So, um, you know, the use of hydrocarbons is not going away. It's important. The population of the world can, uh, continues to grow. And if we're going to supply food and electricity and other elements to these people, we need to continue to develop these natural resources, uh, which have been a, a strong component of what we, uh, uh, you know, what uh, we've been able to do in the United States from an economic point of view. Well, we, while you're talking about this, Bob, I was thinking about Robert Bryce and then also a friend of mine, Michael, who's uh, uh, an engineer as well. And a challenge to I've used the word energy, but it's actually power that powers our lives. And it's how do we get that power, I think, is, is where I'm. I've been challenged a bit on that, on those two different words. And so the electrical grid gets power. Certainly there can be wind or solar, but also natural gas is a big component to that. Hydro Hydroelectricity could be a big component of that as well, and nuclear. And I, all these energy sources should be explored, but we should not be kneecapping the energy source that is the most reliable, efficient, affordable, and abundant. Uh, and that seems to be like what is happening, and that that will make power more expensive for people across across the spectrum, right? Uh, it's not only that. I mean, you look at uh, what the main word is reliable, and then reliable means consistent, and that you get that consistency and reliability from the use of, uh, of uh, fossil fuels. Uh, wind and solar have are intermittent. They require large battery storage. Uh, the impact on the electrical grid is significant. Uh, we don't, frankly, we uh, don't have an electrical grid built out that can could be uh, sustained through the use of these uh, intermittent sources such as as wind and solar. And they have their own environmental issues as well. The earth, the land they take up, the uh, the life. Uh, of these uh, large windmills and these solar plants are limited. They have to be replaced. Uh, and what do you do with those components? You have to bury those, and they take up large expanses of land. So, uh, you know, what we have in place is uh, the use of fossil fuels. It's the largest single component of the power production, electric power. And if we 
convert more and more uh, elements of everyday life into into the use of electricity going to put some real strains on our um, our uh, existing power grid, and we have to almost completely replace it at the cost of probably a few trillion dollars, which doesn't seem to affect <laughs> the current administration at the federal level. Yeah, they, they think they'll just print it. But actually, there's been no political will to do anything about shoring up our electric grid, which is 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 extremely frustrating um, on that particular component. Um, what should people be doing? Uh, and again, I think people are starting to pay attention to this. But uh, and I think we need to continue to educate people through this show and other shows. Uh, because I was talking to a young person the other day. And he, he was talking about a battery and how cool these lithium batteries are. And I'm realizing through the documentary, uh, documentary that we did that will be released soon, A Climate Conversation, that lithium actually is mined, I think, open earth in third world countries, which leaves a big environmental scar on the earth. Am, am I remembering that right, Bob? Well, yes, you are remembering that right, and I think you know a lot of uh, some sixty to seventy percent of the lithium mining is controlled by China, often in uh, areas where slave labor is used. Uh, it takes five hundred thousand pounds of earth to be removed to get a thousand pounds of lithium, which is what's acquired in electric vehicles. So you know to even uh, to completely uh, inter- uh, you take the uh, U.S. Uh, federal government fleet of 684,000 uh, vehicles. Uh, you'd have to mine enough lithium to move uh, three and a half trillion pounds of earth. So that's a big scar. And uh, you know, where it's provided from, uh, China could use the uh, lithium and these other rare earth minerals where they have a large percentage of control to, uh, uh, in the same manner, they could weaponize it just like uh, uh, Russia's done with natural gas. Right. And in fact, one of, it just came in on the text line. Uh, a listener said it's simple. China is the number one leader in reno- renewable energy. With that, renewable energy is communism and oil and gas are freedom. <laughs> We've got a minute left, and I will have to let you know, Bob Boswell, my quote for the end of the show is Martha Stewart. And the reason I decided to have her as our, our quote of the day is because I talked about it in the first hour, uh, first segments that she, uh, at the age of 81, is featured in in Sports Illustrated in their swimsuit edition. So I thought it was very timely to have, have Martha Stewart. So we've got about 30 seconds left. What's the final thought you'd like to leave with our listeners, Bob Boswell? Well, I, I think we just mentioned China, and they do control uh, you know, a large percentage of the rare earth minerals and lithium, but they aren't using them for their own production. I think between India and uh, China, they have some 280 uh, coal-fired plants being utilized. So they're they're developing this for export and for sale. Uh, they could use it as a weapon, and people need to understand that. But uh, until we get a different battery storage technology that depends on lithium, makes us dependent on, on China, who has not been particularly friendly to us. Then that is Bob Boswell. He is the CEO of Laramie Energy, and thank you to Laramie Energy and Carousel and Gas for this show. Bob, we will talk to you next month. All right. Thank Bye. you so much.
And our quote is Martha Stewart. She said, I get up really early and I go to bed really late. Sometimes I get tired, but it's not important. I have an exciting existence and there's so much to do. So my friends today, be grateful, read great books, think good thoughts, listen to beautiful music, communicate and listen well, live honestly and authentically, strive for high ideals and like Superman, stand for truth, justice, and the American way. My friends, you are not alone. God bless you and God bless America. Stay tuned for our number two. The Kim Munson Show, analyzing the most important story. That seems to me like government is establishing a religion. The latest in politics and world affairs. If you give people rights, women's rights, gay rights, whatever, there can't be equal rights if there's special rights. Today's current opinions and ideas. Surveys show that, that people still really prefer freedom versus force. Is it freedom or is it force? Let's have a conversation. Indeed. Let's have a conversation and welcome to our number two of the Kim Munson Show. Thank you so much for joining us. You're each treasured. You're valued. You have purpose today. Strive for excellence. Take care of your heart, your soul, your mind, and your body. My friends, we were made for this moment. And thank you to the team I work with. That's producer Steve, producer Luke, Zach, Patty, Keith, Charlie, Keith, Echo, all the people here at Crawford Broadcasting. Happy Tuesday. It is a great Tuesday because it is a Karen Levine, Lauren Levy, our number two Tuesday, Producer Steve. Agreed. And and, and look out your window. Uh, do you see any clouds after the last, what, six, seven days or so? Well, just a few, but I see a lot of blue sky. Yes. And a lot of green grass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to see a lot more green grass. <laughs> yes. Uh, everybody's going to have to go out and uh, hay their lawns instead of mow their lawns, as long as uh, some of this is. So check out the website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. Sign up for uh, for our weekly email newsletter. You can email me at Kim at Kim Munson dot com. Thank you to all of you who support us. We are an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you shouldn't have to force people to do it. Text line is 720-605-0647. And our quote for the day, uh, Karen and Lorne, did you know that 81-year-old Martha Stewart is one of the swimsuit models for Sports Illustrated? Lorne, is there anything that you would even like to say about that? Just reinforces my decision to cancel that subscription several years ago. <laughs> well, and then the fact that they've got a transgender guy also. I mean, so, even better. It's uh, erasing beautiful young women, is what I see. But, uh, Karen, any comments regarding 81 year old Martha Stewart? Uh, uh, I would say I'm speechless. Oh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to the Saturday Live skit that'll come from this. The what? The oh, Saturday, Saturday Night Live. Like, yeah. Saturday Night Live That's will right. do there, something on it. There will, there will be good material there for that. I actually looked at it, and, and um, she, she, I mean, gosh, 81 years old, she's in great shape. But that it kind of negates the purpose, I think, of the swimsuit edition. And um, somebody said, gosh, I wish I would have had the Photoshop uh, contract on that. <laughs> that wasn't nice, was it? <laughs> And then the transgender transgender guy. I mean, come on, it's it's crazyville. But but I did think I would go to Martha Stewart for our quote for the day. She was born in 1941. 
She said, I love the challenge of starting at zero every day and seeing how much I can accomplish. Well, as three entrepreneurs sitting here, we do start at zero every day, Lauren. <laughs> That's true. Yes. And uh, Karen, uh, entrepreneur, how many, well, I'm not going to ask how many years you've been. Uh, <laughs> no, it was actually, I, I, am, I am honored to say <laughs> thanks, Lauren. Seriously. No, I downstairs we have a video that plays at um, our reception desk. Mm-hmm. And I was standing there and it flipped through and. I just celebrated my 35th year at Remax Alliance. That is, that's really unbelievable. And I'm super young, so you know, I yeah, started at a very young age. You the first did. employee. Yeah. yeah, right. There you have it. <laughs> no, you, you did start very young, but you've been in this business for a long time. So I want to ask you, as um, Remax Realtor, this this whole contesting our property valuations, and people are are frustrated about that, but yet. There is opportunity with that, Lauren Levy. You're an expert in the mortgage arena, so we're going to talk about uh, that as well. Uh, but again, Martha Stewart said that I love the challenge of starting at zero every day and seeing how much I can accomplish. Um, I think that we'll get into it here in just a minute. I think we've, we're going to have Cora Madison on here in just a minute with Roots Medical. But I mentioned this, Karen. This was a headline that I pulled from MSN. It says 14 million mortgages were refinanced during the pandemic boom, and this that makes life very difficult for home buyers. And so we have seen, we have seen just public policy, which is constricting the supply of single-family homes, and then also starting to assault, I think, our single-family neighborhoods with public policy, putting multifamily in, and we saw that at the legislature. But then those low interest rates that Lauren Levy was able to help a lot of people get, now people don't want to move because interest rates have gone up so so fast. Right. And I think you coined the phrase, the velocity, velocity sorry, of, housing. of housing. And what has happened is people now have this very favorable interest rate on their home. They're buying their home at a um, truly below market historically mm-hmm. Um Rate And so there's no motivation to make a change. Even when we've always seen in the housing market, people will move because of births, because of deaths, because of marriages, and because of divorces. And so those four things are still taking place in day-to-day living, um, but they're not having the freedom to be able to make those choices because of those rates being truly artificially held down. And then when they had to and are trying, and Lauren can elaborate, when they wanted to correct the inflationary environment that got created, then they raised rates um, faster than they've ever raised rates. And that has taken what was a 3% mortgage rate up to 6 and doubled the cost of housing. And yet shortage of housing, shortage of units, continues to perpetuate appreciation in housing Mm -hmm. because the demand's still there for those who have the ability or need to buy and sell. Well, and Lauren, this meteoric rise in interest rates, and I remember you sitting here as we were going through all this, and you were able to get people mortgages in the twos, which Mm -hmm. is unbelievable. And so people are not going to (laughs) move. Are you seeing people, though, maybe take out seconds so that they can refurbish or remodel where they're living, or what are you seeing? I think, we're, yes, the answer is yes, but I don't think we're seeing it as much as I think we probably should because 
um, I was just listening to something the other day about the credit card debt now in this country is trillion. Like, it's mm-hmm. massive, and it's getting bigger. And so, you, like, today, retail sales numbers came out, and they were a little bit better. And so um, people are like, well, the economy is still humming along. But those people are using their credit cards most of the time and not necessarily paying the bill. They're paying the minimum. Mm-hmm. And those rates are in the 20s. Um, and if you can get a second on your house and keep your two and a half, two seven five first, and get a second at nine, it still beats the heck out of twenty on your credit cards. Um, and so I, I think there's a lot of people out there that probably need seconds that aren't taking them yet. Just maybe they don't know, but they're dealing with these huge interest payments, even just the minimum payments on their credit cards. So that could be, and we're going to talk about the assessed valuations. Uh, because the assessed valuations that are coming in, that was done at the top of the market. and But with those higher assessed valuations, people may be able to access more for a second to address this yeah. debt over here, yes? Uh, yeah, there's a difference between assessed value and real value because that's older data and the market moves. But yeah, we had a little, Karen can attest to this, we had a little small few-month blip where housing values either leveled off or maybe pulled back a bit, but they've gone back up. They're going back up again just because of this lack of inventory. And so home values are strong, and people are sitting on a lot of equity because they're not moving. And, yeah, there's an opportunity to get to access those funds at at less than credit card rates Mm -hmm. for sure. And we'll talk about some of those other strategies uh, here in just a moment. Karen? Well, in accessing accessing their... uh, equity position. What's interesting is when people kept claiming we were in a housing bubble because housing was accelerating, appreciation was so fast, you know, prices were going up so fast and everyone's like, well, this is a bubble and there will be foreclosures and um, people will be, you know, not be able to make their house payments, et cetera, et cetera, that exasperate the situation. But I think what's interesting is because of, um, people wanting to access that equity, we are going to start seeing not a flood of foreclosures. Um, I think the data that I saw for April uh, statewide came out and said there were, I think, six. (laughs) So that's statewide Mm -hmm. foreclosures that were and short sales. But with that, there's that potential because people are going to leverage themselves, you know, to be able to buy Mm -hmm. um, outside of their housing you know, use that equity. So it's interesting to keep our eye on. But on the flip side, people might be more enticed to fight for their homes now because of the low rate and Mm -hmm. the amount of equity that they have, that if they let it go, they're walking away from a lot probably. Yeah, exactly. So that's a little bit different than 2008, yes? Right. A lot of people had put zero down when they bought their house or little down and, you know, bought at the top and didn't have the appreciation that people have now and maybe didn't have a a 2.75 interest rate. Mm Mm-hmm that they wanted to fight for, you know, so okay. now they might be more willing to fight. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'll put, okay. Well, I'm talking with uh, Karen Levine, Remax Realtor, a great sponsor of both the Kim, uh, Kim Munson Show and America's Veteran Stories, and Lauren Levy. He is an expert in the mortgage arena and uh, also a sponsor of both of the shows. Greatly appreciate that. And uh, we're gonna, we'll talk with Cora Madison here when we come back from from break. She is with Roots Medical, another great sponsor of the show. And then I'll mention Roger Mangan. I work with amazing people. I work with people that strive for excellence. And uh, Roger Mangan with the State Farm Insurance Team is one of those great, exceptional 
uh, businessman and uh, really appreciate him immensely. He's been in the business for 47 years, longer than Karen Levine has been a realtor. I was just thinking about uh-huh. that. And he served his customers, provided for his family, and given back to the, his communities uh, for many, many years. So for more help with your insurance needs, call the Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance Team. Like a good neighbor, Roger Mangan is there. Rosie's doing it. So is Yvonne. Same with Lori. Michelle's been at it since February of last year. Jody started the year before that. And guess what? They're all saving by doing so. What's that? Oh, the doing part? They're using the Drive Safe and Save app from State Farm. Then they're saving up to 30% and more on their auto insurance. How about you? Are you ready to get at it and save? Call Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance at 303-795-8855. Don't delay. Call Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance at 303-795-8855 today. There are always opportunities in changing markets, and the metro real estate market is no exception. That is why you need to work with seasoned REMAX Alliance realtor Karen Levine when you buy your home, sell your home, consider the opportunities of a new build, or explore investment properties. Rising interest rates are spurring creativity, innovation, and opportunity in the real estate and mortgage markets. Kim Munson highly recommends award-winning REMAX realtor Karen Levine. Call Karen Levine today at 303-877-7516 for answers to all your real estate questions. That's 303-877-7516. Stay up to date on issues in public health and science by signing up and reading Dr. James Lyons-Weiler's latest articles at Popular Rationalism on Substack. Find more information about Popular Rationalism at KimMunson.com. You'd like to get in touch with one of the sponsors of The Kim Munson Show, but you can't remember their phone contact or website information. Find a full list of advertising partners on Kim's website, KimMunson.com. That's Kim, M-O-N-S-O-N, dot com. Welcome Welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. I'm Kim Munson. Be sure and check out our website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter. You can email me at Kim at Kim Munson.com as well. Karen Levine, REMAX Realtors in Studio, as well as Lauren Levy, an expert in the mortgage arena. And we have on the line Cora Madison. She is with Roots Medical, a great sponsor of the show. Cora, welcome. Good morning. Thanks, Kim. So wanted to find out, what are you seeing at Roots Medical? And what explained, I love it, Roots Medical doesn't just put Band-Aids on people's health care. You get to the root of people's health care, and I love that, Cora. Yes, that's one of the big things we try and do, Kim, is not just look at what medical conditions you have going on, but what really is the root cause of what is ailing you. Um, So right now we're really seeing a lot of people who are wanting to get healthy and wanting to get their health in check, which we love because we love helping people to feel good Um, because what is this life, right? How do we buy property? How do we kind of think about our future unless we really are feeling well? Um, And so that's what we want to help people do is to thrive and to get to the root cause. And uh, so let's put that website out there. That's Roots, like R-O-O-T-S, RootsMedical.net, RootsMedical.net. What about the whole vaccine thing? And, and Cora, I could not believe this. Last week, I saw Chelsea Clinton double down on vaccinating children with the COVID jab. I, I thought we were over that, but I guess we're not. 
No, I mean, I think that, uh, unfortunately, with what's going on in our society, that people are after our children, so it's up to parents to make really wise decisions um, and really kind of question the quote-unquote experts. And so you really have to look at the data and really talk to somebody that you trust. Um, at this point, we see no reason to vaccinate anybody really under the age of 40 for COVID. And really above 40, you have to be kind of in a high-risk category. But even then, we don't really recommend it. Okay. What about, are, are you seeing people with vaccine injuries? Are you able to help them? We are. And man, every week I see a new symptom and something different that people have been experiencing since they first got their original vaccine. And the hard thing is, is that a lot of people are, you know, grandmas who just wanted to protect their grandkids or wanted to get their kids back to school. Um, It's just people that had good intentions and now are suffering the consequences of really poorly done science that no five and 10 year data was reported or heck, even the data that Pfizer did have wasn't available to the public for people to make educational um, and wise educated decisions. And so we are seeing a wide gamut um, from vaccine injuries from neurologic to vascular um, to even gut symptoms that people have been suffering with for, you know, a year and a half, two years. And it just breaks my heart every time I hear somebody's story because um, traditional medicine isn't giving them answers. And so it's been a good process in just sitting down with people, listening to them and walking through what medical records they have had and just working with them with their symptoms and just helping people. I love that, uh, Cora Madison. And how can people reach you? What's the best way? Just go to rootsmedical.net. So R-O-O-T-S medical.net. And it's a, it's a great, small practice focused on helping people get to the root of their health care, and I love that. Uh, Cora Madison, thank you so much. We'll talk to you again very soon. Thanks, Kim. Okay, let's jump into uh, what's happening in the real estate arena. Karen, let's go to you first regarding people have been getting their new assessed valuations, and it has been sticker shock. Uh, Some of them have been up, uh, mine was up 35%, some have been up even more. What that means is, is their property taxes, unless something is done, uh, they'll go up that much as well. And so that's a lot of money. People have uh, planned um, their, many times kind of their financial future. This is a big change for that. And so people, I know a number of people are contesting this. So what, what do you recommend people to do if they want to contest the uh, valuation that they received? Yep. Well, it's an interesting um, journey that we are on in this particular time of um, assessed values coming out. The assessed value, the first thing listeners need to understand is that the counties used data that was two years prior to June 30th of 2022. And then that value was established and then they put January 1st of 2023 as the new assessed value and sent out the postcards on May 1st to everyone or, you know, whatever, however the county sent it. Um, I have been uh, helping some of your listeners, and it has been a privilege to get to look at their situation. But when you pull that data, what you will find is that our market hit the very top of the market pretty much statewide but metro-wide. 
And that data was at the very highest that it, we saw the market ever. And of course, because of the way we have structured property taxes in the state, assessed values are done every two years. And that was always a good thing. If during the recession, people's values went down, that was a good thing for them. But then in many cases, the mill levy was increased because right. the need for more um, tax yeah, dollars. The government thought they needed to keep exactly. those, those dollars. Exactly. So in doing the protest or helping those looking to protest, you need to get data from that two-year period of time to see if there was data that was missed that is better data than what the county used on your behalf. What I'm, what I'm finding is most of the data is accurate. Also look at did they have the description of your home, your square footage, finished square feet of your home accurate? Did they, is that information accurate? If that's not accurate, you can appeal on that. Okay. So it's to look at that accuracy. Now, my bandwidth is somewhat limited, but I am hel- helping who I can, and I'm pulling the data, the market data for them, so that they will have uh, that data to protest, to appeal with. Um, the deadline for that, I believe, is June 8th. So you have to notify your county uh, assessor that you are protesting. Uh, back in November, this is hearsay. I was not at this particular uh, event, but the assessor for Jefferson County did make the comment that his intent is to uh, deny over 90% of those who choose to protest on round one. So if you are denied on round one, just know you, there's still opportunity. There could be a round don't, two. Yeah, huh? don't, don't give up if you, if you feel strongly about your values. And, of course, we saw the legislature try to bring some help to our property owners. And um, the bills that went forth... And I don't know where they land, to be honest. I tried to find an update. But some of those were picking winners and losers. Mm -hmm. If you're an owner-occupied, a homeowner, property owner, you would get a benefit. But if it was a non-owner-occupied property, they would not get a tax benefit. And that just causes, in the residential arena, for rents to go up. Mm -hmm. Yes, this is by design. By design. But there is opportunity, Lauren Levy, with these higher valuations, correct? Yeah. I mean, well, and one thing, I have someone call me, too, because I get this because people's mortgage payments are adjusting as well mm-hmm. to make up for this. So people want to know, like, I thought I had a fixed rate mortgage, and my mortgage just went up $230. I'm like, well, your rate didn't change. Your taxes went up. And one guy wanted to appeal. I'm like, okay, what's your plan? So I'm just going to go down there and appeal. I'm like... You don't just walk in and go, this is BS, and put your hand up. And, like, <laughs> that's yeah, probably not, work that that's not effective. It won't last very long. Like You have to have data. And he's like, oh, I need the comps. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, ooh, okay. okay. So you need to know that. Like Karen's saying, you have to have data with you. But um, it's the same opportunity we talk about. You know, people that are, you know, if, if you're in a pinch, like we talk about all the time, if you're older and on fixed income, there's reverse mortgage opportunities because these values are high. And uh, that'll let you stay in the home. You know, and the the appraised values are high, just like we talked about a few minutes ago, to do second mortgages where you don't have to give up your low rate first. So there are ways to access the equity still and take advantage of all the equity that people have. Lauren, I know a lot of people want to pass on 
some you know uh, inheritance to their children mm-hmm. if they do a reverse mortgage so let's say somebody gets a reverse mortgage just they they have all this value here but they just want to take out a little bit and then upon their passing I think there's this misnomer that then the bank would get all that equity, mm-hmm. but that's not the case, right? Yeah, there, there's misnomers with everything. Like any investment that you do or thing, you can go online and find negative things about them, and sometimes they're true or they're partially true. Like one of the negatives of a reverse mortgage is that they're expensive. Well, they kind of are expensive as far as the, because there's an insurance cost associated with them in case people live to 120 years old. And the home has no equity at the end. There is an assurance piece to it. Mm-hmm. I guess if your name's M- Methuselah, that might right, be a problem, right? <laughs> but then there's people that say, "Well, no, I don't. I wouldn't want to do that because the bank just takes my house." That could not be further from the truth. Okay. Uh, a reverse mortgage is a is a, a lien on title, just like a regular mortgage. And the title of the house stays in the owner's name, not the bank's name. Mm-hmm. It's just a lien. It can be paid off at any point in time. And so the bank doesn't get the equity. There's rules you have to follow at the end and. <clears throat> People, I think, also don't understand that banks don't have, like, real estate divisions that they want to use. They, If they foreclose, they hire someone like Karen to sell the house. They don't have 400 realtors on staff. <clears throat> They're not in the foreclosure business. Uh-huh. I think they don't – they tend to lose money. They don't want to foreclose. So they give people opportunities to do what's right or needed to be done before they take the house. Okay. You mentioned one other time that some people, and again, we're not giving uh, financial advice, mm-hmm. but that they might go get, uh, purchase a life insurance yeah. policy. And when I say leverage, I don't mean like borrow, but leverage those dollars. So then some of that life insurance could be used to That's pay right. off that. that if, and there's, there's an if to everything, right? Mm-hmm. If you're healthy enough, because you have to be 62 to get a reverse mortgage. But that is one of the ways that people do it. So if you have a home, that you have $500,000 equity in, so you're going to leave a half a million dollars to your children. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to come in and sell that home at some point. They're going to have to clean it out. They're going to have to get it ready for sale. And then they're going to have to pay fees and things like that off of that sale. But if, you, if you're if you healthy, you might be able to take 200000 of that 500 equity and buy $500,000 worth of life insurance because that's how life insurance works. Anyone mm-hmm. that owns it knows that if you put 100000 in, you might have a million-dollar policy mm-hmm. um, or you might have a half a million-dollar policy. So that's what we use when we say leverage up. Mm-hmm. So you might be able to take 200000 out of a reverse, buy a life insurance policy for a half a million. Life insurance pays out tax-free. So your, your heirs are going to get that half a million. And then you don't have to worry if there's equity left in the house or not. But there might be. An, and there so might be a double whammy. They might get both. Okay. But if they if you live long enough, there's no equity in the home. They're still sitting on that life insurance policy you bought, so they're Got it. Okay. you haven't given away the estate. And but you have to be able to qualify for the life insurance. Sure, That's sure, the sure. key. How can people reach you with all these questions, Lauren Levy? They just call, give us a call at three zero three eight eight zero eighty eight eighty one. That's 303-880-8881 for Lauren Levy. And Karen Levine, what's your phone number? My number is 303-877-7516. And I tell you, both of you have been sponsors of the show for many years, and you both strive for excellence in your businesses, and I love that about you. And another great new sponsor, and you know him, and that is Johnny Stubbs with Johnny Stubbs Heating and Air Conditioning Services, Lauren. And just really excited to have John as a new sponsor of the show as well. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad that came together. That's nice. Yeah, and uh, so that is Johnny Stubbs with Johnny Stubbs Heating and Air Conditioning. 
It's Colorado. We want warm homes in the winter and cool, comfortable homes in the summer. Johnny Stubbs Services is the heating and air conditioning company to call to ensure that your heating and cooling systems run efficiently and last for years. Johnny Stubbs Services team of experts provide proper guidance to help you make informed decisions about your heating and cooling needs. Kim Munson highly recommends Johnny Stubbs Services. Schedule your air conditioning check before summer arrives at johnnystubbservices.com and receive a great gift. That's johnnystubbservices.com. Pain can be exhausting and frustrating, and Kim was recently experiencing hip pain from life's wear and tear. Dr. Craig Stimson with Advantage Wellness Center was able to help. For over 35 years, Dr. Craig Stimson has been helping individuals and their entire families with non-surgical and drugless treatments to address sports injuries, back and neck pain, headaches, joint pain, and auto accident injuries. Call Dr. Craig at 303-691-1771 today for your appointment. Dr. Craig Stimson, he can help you too. That number is 303-691-1771. We know you are tired of spending hundreds of dollars on skincare products with empty promises. Myra Mesco is the founder of Botanical Rush, a Colorado skincare company committed to providing clean, powerful, bioactive ingredients to restore and rejuvenate your skin to a radiant healthy glow again guaranteed myra has 20 plus years experience as a consumer advocate her products offer powerful formulates infused with clinically established ingredients that will produce results for you just as they have for myra and thousands of her customers botanical rush formulas are pure and potent and affordable with regular use, these natural and chemical-free botanical formulas support collagen production, protect the skin's precious moisture barrier, and they will transform your skin from dull and lifeless to radiant and healthy. Call today and also save 25% with the Kim Munson discount code KIM25 at checkout on first-time orders. That's BotanicalRush.com, code KIM25. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter. You can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We are an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you shouldn't have to force people to do it. And did want to mention Jansen Photography, located uh, out here in Lakewood, Colorado. Uh, Glenn uh, Jansen is uh, co-owner. He is the photographer. Mary Jansen runs the front of the the business there. They have a beautiful uh, property where they have all kinds of different backdrops. And if you are looking for a new photo for your business or you're starting a political career, you need to have that great uh, that great photo, and they can help you with that. And then, of course, portraits of children, families, senior portraits. Great place is uh, Jansen Photography, and that is jansenphotography.com. And that's J-A-N-S-S-E-N photography.com. Also wanted to mention the USMC Memorial Foundation, located at 6th and Colfax. And I know they're going to be doing something very special for Memorial Day, which is right around the corner. Uh, and they're raising money for the remodel of the, the memorial. And you can help them by going to usmcmemorialfoundation.org to donate. And I would highly recommend that in honor of Memorial Day, which is just right around the corner. Uh, Karen Levine, we've a lot of people sticker shock with these uh, property values. And one of the things over the years, you and I 
have become more and more concerned about, and that is people getting priced out of their homes because of higher and higher taxes. This is becoming real. And in some ways, I'm, I'm concerned it's almost by design. Well, I think if we watch the journey, it's hard to deny that it has not been di- by design. Um, I was thinking about elections driving in this morning. I was thinking about the people that we have chosen to represent us. And you made a comment, I think, in the first hour about representation. But they go in with an agenda. And people are not elected by their constituents. They are elected because of money. And it's how big is their coffer? How how much can they spend to affect um, our thinking? And and it's in many cases not truthful thinking. And so I think that has just acerbated all of the situations. And we look at housing and we look at how policy has affected the cost of housing, how the green initiative, as beautiful as it sounds to keep Colorado beautiful, puts burdens on construction costs, then those are passed on Mm -hmm. to the ultimate home buyer, and that makes the cost of housing go up. Um, It just, it's each layer that they put onto the onion as opposed to taking a layer off of the onion. But we talk about opportunity. Lauren's very good at that. And one opportunity I would share with your listeners is they are considering making a housing change or a housing purchase. New construction in the front range right now um, is offering some great incentives. Not helpful for Lauren because they have in-house lenders, but they are buying those interest rates down significantly because they are holding these homes. They're carrying, you know, they're carrying them, and that's a cost. And so there's some great opportunity in new construction and I would just encourage you if you're considering that to get representation um, on your side have myself um, or a realtor that you know that you're confident in um, to represent you when you go into that housing development but there is opportunity there. That phone number? 303-877-7516 So Lauren Karen just mentioned first of all the green agenda and I figured out that the green agenda is really the about the green that's going in people's pockets. <laughs> and uh, and also, Karen mentioned uh, Colorado, we want to keep it beautiful. But have you been down downtown Denver lately? It is, uh, it is a mess. And so it's not so beautiful. I, I honestly do my best to not go down there. And I'm not trying to be rude about it. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm lucky where I chose to live, I think, because I live in Douglas County and I like, you know, everything about it. And we have everything there except Rockies games, basically. But you can and, watch those on TV. But I can watch those on TV. And I haven't been downtown in a while. Well, and Ro- I, um, some people I was talking to recently wanted to go to a Rockies game. They're like, we'll go to a day game. We're not mm-hmm. going to a night game. Yeah. And so this beautiful Colorado, I mean, I used I used to not be afraid to walk around down t- downtown. And uh, I did. I emceed the USMC Memorial foundation they had an event a few weeks ago at the brown palace and so i went down during the day and ended up parking at one of the parking lots Mm -hmm. and i went up to pay and there was trash Mm -hmm. everywhere and of course then when i went for the evening event i'm like okay i'm gonna valet park i'm not gonna mess around with this walking around i've been in colorado 25 years now and one of the reasons i moved here because i came to visit and there was a concert that doesn't happen anymore but it used to be downtown and it would take over the parking lots 
where like McGregor Square is now, and they would have stages in the streets and at the intersections. And I just remember commenting to my buddy that lived here at the time, I'm like, I would take a nap on this parking lot right now. Like it was that clean. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if I had a little bit too much to drink in this concert area, <laughs> I would just sit down and not worry about it compared to other cities. And like, well, things have really changed. Things have changed significantly. Of, and it really makes me sad. And it's because of uh, public policy. And Karen, again, that you and I have talked about it. This has been a journey you and I have, have walked. And I remember when you and I did the show on the World Economic Forum, we both felt like we had 10 hats on as we started to talk about what this meant, the centralizing of power, uh, the assault upon property rights, the assault upon home ownership. And Karen, I have to tell you, around where I live, several homes have sold and they're rental units now. And people don't, well, there's there's one uh, family that I think they want to buy the place and they really, they're planting flowers and those kinds of things. But then there are renters that, that um, don't take care of the property. It's the old, uh, you never see anybody wash a rental car. Well, and rental properties are not a bad thing. They're needed in the marketplace. The sad part is you made the comment. They don't own that house, so they are not going to show pride of ownership because they are paying somebody else to own that house. And so they don't have a buy-in. And that's where American communities, American suburbs, were looked at by the whole world as look at what they have, what they've built, because people could have home ownership. Mm-hmm. And with home ownership came responsibility, came pride, came the desire to make it better. And so we see that as public policy is trying to convert us out of home ownership into rental people. And in doing that, we are going to have dirty cities. We are going to have dirty crime ridden na- cities, c- crime ridden, dirty neighborhoods, dirty suburbs, more crime in our suburbs because there's. There's not that pride of ownership. There's not that investment, our dollars, investing into something. And self-responsibility. Right. Being responsible for a property. Exactly. Another one of my neighbors, uh, they've decided to keep, they've moved, but keep their home and they're renting it. Uh, but they've always been wonderful neighbors. And they've hired a service to come in and mow and take care of everything, which just, they're just I miss them. I wish they would mm-hmm. not have moved. <laughs> I find it interesting. I have friends now. They're a, it's a battle politically because, like, I know Denver did a lot to curb Airbnbs. Mm-hmm. And it goes county by county. But these guys are trying to get homes to do rental properties and use them as Airbnbs. The thought process being that someone on a long-term lease will paint a wall or, um, you know, maybe have pets or put nails in the wall when they're hanging up right. pictures. and. Whereas an Airbnb or just treats it more like a hotel and might only stay two, three, four nights and not set up shop. And so then you're just coming in and cleaning real quick and mm-hmm. it's like a hotel and less damage to the property. And But then there's people that don't like the short-term renters right. because they may have a party or whatever they might do. So it's interesting from the landlord's ownership, they'd rather have that because it's just an easier transaction than having to come in and re-carpet and mm-hmm. repaint and, you know plaster in holes and, and to get it ready for our next tenant. Yeah, there has been a real assault upon these short-term rentals, uh, Karen. Yeah, there has. And that's been um, looked at mun- municipally um, by city by city. And the realtor party has been at the table having these conversations about 
again, Kim, force versus freedom, freedom versus force. Mm -hmm. And if you're forcing people, whether it's one way or the other, is it a good idea? And freedom is still better. (laughs) It is. It is better. And Lauren hit upon this. This is one of the the things that when people go before city councils to not have short-term rentals, talk about uh, big parties, lots of people. And it seems that instead of taking away freedom, that that could be addressed without taking away freedom, Karen? Well, there's there are laws with regards to your behavior, you know, anywhere, and you would think those would be effective. I look at a uh, Airbnb that Barry and I used in Portland, Oregon, to visit our granddaughters. It was across the street from their home, so we would have our own space. We could get up when we got up, and then we'd make a pot of coffee and walk across the street you know, to make breakfast Mm -hmm. for the granddaughters. We weren't having parties. We were very quiet. It was a nice income to that family that owned that Mm -hmm. um, auxiliary dwelling unit, (laughs) ADU. Um, And I thought it was very beneficial and then had a conversation with another person in your community that talked about, well, you know, they come in for the weekend, have a party. There's, you know, dozens of cars. And there's not that level of respect and responsibility. I did an Airbnb in in Scottsdale one time for my son's baseball. And I had to sign something that authorized a pretty hefty charge on my credit card as a hold. And it was written into my rental agreement that there could be no more than like eight people. And I was a family of four. There could be no more than eight people in the home. And that, you know, if it was determined that I had violated that, it was authorizing like a $1,000 charge or something as a penalty. Wow, and so it got that, and that wasn't government. That was uh, that was agreement. the landlord, and yeah, that, that was, was a, their agreement with the neighbors. Right. You know, to to do an Airbnb mm-hmm. that if they, someone took photos that I was mm-hmm. having a party, that I'd get banged for a thousand yeah. bucks. You okay. know, and and but the other thing is, is then you freely said, okay, yeah, I accepted the terms. I'll accept the terms, and that's mm-hmm. what happens in a free society, and that is why freedom can be messy, but freedom is where we always want to be moving towards. And uh, these conversations are so important. Again, 303-477-5600 is the call-in line. The text line is busy, 720-605-0647. Show comes to you because of sponsors like Dr. Craig Stimson. Pain can be exhausting and frustrating, and Kim was recently experiencing hip pain from life's wear and tear. Dr. Craig Stimson with Advantage Wellness Center was able to help. For over 35 years, Dr. Craig Stimson has been helping individuals and their entire families with non-surgical and drugless treatments to address sports injuries, back and neck pain, headaches, joint pain, and auto accident injuries. Call Dr. Craig at 303-691-1771 today for your appointment. Dr. Craig Stimson, he can help you too. That number is 303-691-1771. Hey folks, Matthew Dark here with exciting news about COVID justice and how you can be involved in this critical moment in history. Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom in conjunction with COVIDPenalty.com is leading the way in protecting everyone's legal right to refuse an investigational new drug. There is no law that can force you to participate in medical research and we need your help in bringing these lawsuits to fruition. To donate and view impending lawsuits, visit ColoradoMedicalFreedom.com. That's ColoradoMedicalFreedom.com. 
These uncertain times make it imperative that you can protect yourself, your family, and your property. Franktown Firearms is the family-friendly place to go for firearms training when you are less than sure of what to buy or how to train. You can find a straight range to shoot at anywhere, but maybe you want a more realistic training experience involving walking, ducking, drawing, and shooting in more lifelike scenarios. Franktown Firearms instructors work with you to ensure that you are safe and protected so you'll handle anything that comes your way. Come join Franktown Firearms for Tactical Fun Night where you can shoot, learn and grow in a fun, safe environment and meet people who you can learn from. Going to the range is great, but coming to Franktown Firearms is the next level in your home defense training. To learn more, visit klzradio.com slash franktown and schedule your family's training today. Franktown Firearms, where friends are made. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter. You can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you should not have to force people to do it. I uh, wanted to mention the Center for American Values, a nonprofit that I am becoming involved with, and I love them. Uh, they are located in Pueblo, Colorado, and there are four Medal of Honor recipients from Pueblo, Colorado, Karen Levine. Mm. Can you believe that? Uh, World War II and, and uh, the Vietnam War. And last week I had the great honor to emcee an event where the portrait of valor of uh, David Bellavia, who uh, was awarded the Medal of Honor for actions he took in 2004 in the I- Iraq War, mm-hmm. And uh, they unveiled his his portrait, and they have over 160 portraits of world of um, Medal of Honor recipients there. It is a place you need to put it on your bucket list. But very excited to to be involved with them. They focus on honor, integrity, and patriotism. Uh, that website is AmericanValuesCentered.org. And Lauren Levy, as David was speaking in 2004, I thought, where was I in 2004? He was out fighting bad guys, and I was living the good life because of guys like him yep we've had talks about friends that i have that were in some pretty precarious situations in like iraq and we're sitting here i know it and we owe them a lot those that have given their lives have been willing to give their lives for us on the line is marianne in wheatland wyoming marianne welcome to the show good morning kim uh, I didn't know whether anybody saw this or not, but I, you know, 60 Minutes isn't my favorite program, but I do listen and watch it just to see what's going on on the other side. Bless you. And they had, <laughs> a week ago, Sunday, they had a, a whole segment on the lithium mine that they're uh, opening up in California. Mm-hmm. Did you see it? I, I did saw, not I see it. it. Oh, Lauren, you saw it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and it's, of course, it's the blessing, you know, Biden won't let us open up anything or drill for oil or natural gas, et cetera, et cetera. However, he has pushed this, and they have, and it's a small little town that they're going to they're gonna go into. They're not only going to dig whatever lithium, but they're also going to process it there because they want more of electric cars on the road. So he has his blessing along with his administration. Wow. Yeah, it was south yeah. of San Diego, I believe, and um, they talked about that it's like the Saudi Arabia of lithium, kind of like that. Yeah. There's so and much there. That, yeah, that, and it's a po-dunk little town. Mm-hmm. They, so they interviewed the guys from, like, uh, 
they interviewed the guys from I forget the name of the company it's Stellaris that owns like Ram and Dodge and okay and Correct. I talked about the amount of lithium that's there and they're like it's enough to give us thousands so and thousands and thousands of cars so. yeah let everybody grab that if you can see that show or mm-hmm. okay. get the information because it boggles your mind thank you very much well Kate. thank you and I think to Marianne's point is it sounds like that's being uh, has a green light for that then yeah oh they've already built like a factory in the um like a processing plant, like she's saying, but they don't touch upon what the hole that's going to be left <laughs> when they get done. So this will be open pit mining? Is that what they... Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know enough about that, whether okay. they go down underneath first or if it's an open pit. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know the answer to that. But connecting the dots, so green light there in California, Gavin Newsom, mm-hmm. uh, but then as we were talking with Bob Boswell, all kinds of public policy, both here in Colorado and at the national level, that's making it more and more difficult to access... Natural, uh, natural gas. gas and the power that that provides for us, Karen, which is reliable, efficient, affordable, and abundant. Well, and I think of this lithium, and where are the studies that show that it is safer, cleaner, etc., to coal? We just shut down all our coal plants in Colorado, right? Are in the process. Are in the process of. And then we've had this conversation. What happens to the battery when its life is over? Right. Does it not end up in a landfill? <clears throat> that's the million dollar in China. Yeah, that's the million dollar right? question. Yeah, is uh, what happens to all of that? And I think you're hitting on what the real problem is: is is that there's not honesty in these conversations. Mm-hmm. So one bad, good. Uh, looks at the the challenges of what this one industry, but not what it does provide that is beneficial. Looks at potentially, and some of this I think is manufactured benefits, but does not even acknowledge any of the negative consequences of that industry. So it is not an honest conversation. Well, and I think how exciting for this community to have this employment and this opportunity. And then I think of all the movies we've watched of those companies that have come in and done destructive things to those places with causing bad health situations, et cetera. And I'm thinking, well, is this going to be another one of those? And what also happens when everyone in California plugs their cars in at night at the same time? What, is does there going to be an issue? Does everything just <laughs> shut down? Right. Uh-huh. Well, and then probably what will happen is Newsom will decide which car owners are what was it that they said essential and which aren't remember that during COVID well in in the gentleman you had on um, the first hour talked about taking away our choice of where we can drive and when Uh, freedom of mobility yes and uh, so freedom of housing freedom of mobility Karen I had the girls over the other night and you weren't able to come but we've had all these uh, conversations with Randall O'Toole but he he said that, and we thought it was the World Economic Forum that has been pushing this agenda. He said it's really been planners, these city planners, city planners. And why do we need city planners? Uh, certainly, I, I I guess there is some need for that, but it's gotten way out of control. Yeah, I mean, I think people move to communities because they see there was foresight, there was a vision for that community, and that was a place that they would like to call home and and to raise their children. So yes, planning has a place in our communities. It's the overreaching. It's the um, 
it's the public policy. It's the layers upon layers that take away those freedoms of why you move there to start with. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm from New England. You know that. And I, I find it interesting when I moved from there that there are cities where you have like, you know, Northwest 12th Street and you know where you're going, mm-hmm. right? You go 12 blocks north of Ellsworth and there you are. And mm-hmm. where I'm from, it's just they're all named after people that came from England and put a stick in the ground and that was their property and the roads all curve around and everyone's there's no straight roads anywhere and it's you can get lost pretty quick um and yet it's lovely so so that's planners doing something that you know in control yeah and it's like hoas you know they can protect people from having pink and purple houses and cars on blocks and there's a purpose but they can overreach right oh they can and it's the same thing city planners can definitely do the same thing yeah and that will, that was so interesting, Karen. We've got just a, uh, about a minute left, but on that big land use bill that ended up dying, Senate Bill two thirteen, uh, and it'll be back. Oh yeah, uh, I guarantee you that it will be back. But that local governments and municipalities they really uh, indicated their displeasure. But yet they talk about local control. The most local of all control is the individual. Mm-hmm. Uh, they like to have their control. Um, and they did not like that that was uh, being assaulted. But we need to make sure we stand for the individual. Um, final thought, Karen Levine. Wow. Final <laughs> thought. Well, we covered a lot of territory. I would just say that um, there's always opportunity, um, even in challenging times. But be wise. Think about when, when policy comes before you as a voter, when candidates come before you as a voter. Um, think about how they can affect or take away or give you more freedom. And we empower them to represent us, and that representation has been lost over time. It has. Lauren Levy, your final thought. I, I just would tell the listeners, like, both Karen and I take pretty seriously about trying to help the listeners out. And mm-hmm. we do things like, for me, I don't charge for appraisals when I help your listeners. I cover that cost, and it's free to talk to us. So if you have high credit card debt but equity in your home it might be worth a phone call um you know if you're if you think you're stuck you know and you're struggling every month you may not be stuck so it's worth a phone call it's Mm -hmm. doesn't cost anything to talk to us and we always err on the side of taking care of the listener and not pushing them into something they don't need but there are opportunities like we talk about a lot and that's Lauren Levy, 303-880-8881, and Karen Levine, 303-877-7516. We will talk to each of you next week. Thanks for being here. A pleasure. Thank you. And uh, Martha Stewart said this. She said, I get up really early and I go to bed really late. Sometimes I get tired, but it's not important. I have an exciting existence and there's so much to do. So my friends today, be grateful, read great books, think good thoughts, listen to beautiful music, communicate and listen well, live honestly and authentically, strive for high ideals and like Superman, stand for truth, justice, and the American way. My friends, you are not alone. God bless you and God bless America.